Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Welcome to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life, the podcast that explores the intersection of mental well-being and personal growth. I'm your host Avik, and in each episode, we dive into insightful conversations and practical strategies to help you nurture your mental health and live a fulfilling life. So today, we have an incredible guest joining us, someone who embodies. the power of storytelling and its impact on personal transformation get ready to be inspired as we welcome storyteller writer and works of facilitator erin rogers erin wow that's a great yeah thank you that's a wonderful intro sorry i got too excited i jumped in there's there a lot there's a lot to share with the listeners uh, and i was just thinking like what else i what else i include what else i sell um in, include in my intro so there are a lot of things so i have just prepared a few things and it's it's the thing like which people should know so uh, so uh, like uh, just wanted to uh, inform listeners that erin uh, is a passionate advocate for the power of storytelling and its ability to empower individuals to share their stories she has actually worked with esteemed organizations like unifor the ontario federations of labor etc so erin's expertise extends to creating and presenting original storytelling webinars and serving as a secret weapon for clients seeking to shape present and film their stories so beyond her professional accomplishments erin is a passionate uh, advocate for open conversation about mental health and neurodiversity as a queer and neurodiverse person she brings a unique perspective to her work and shares her personal journey to inspire others Get ready for an engaging and heartfelt conversation as Erin shares her insights, experiences and unwavering commitments to storytelling as a transformative tool for personal growth and mental well-being. So welcome Erin to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here and I'm like very delighted by that intro. Thank you so much. What a what a beautiful way to introduce me. 
Uh, I'm I'm so excited to talk about all of these things. You're right, it is. Uh, my greatest passions are uh, storytelling, honesty and vulnerability, uh, sharing, and uh, all of those have helped on my mental health journey. So I, I am so thrilled uh, because it's one of those things, sometimes I wish I could go back in time and tell myself all of these things that would be part of my life and i hope with podcasts there will be people that are like storytelling huh i wonder how that can be a tool that i use in uh, my life in my work in helping my mental health I i'm so excited for that to happen uh because everyone i've ever worked with it has changed their life whether it's a small change or a giant change storytelling is such an important tool and also as you were saying you practical it's a it's a practical tool there's ways to do it that you can do every day in various ways true definitely good definitely and i guess people will definitely uh, love to hear from you and love to learn uh, from your experiences and it will definitely be beneficial so so with this uh, storytelling it's it's really very um, uh very catchy thing and it's very tempting as well like how mm -hmm. it can happen so like few things in my mind like um, so can you share with us like how storytelling has personally impacted your own journey with anxiety and mental health so any sure. in, in any role did it play uh, in your healing process or so if you, if you can enlighten it. Mm -hmm. So for my particular mental health journey, storytelling has ended up being like a real keystone in it. Um, I have, I, I've done a lot of therapy. Like a, I don't want to, I don't want to break. It's been a lot of therapy uh, where it is. Uh, I don't know if this is a thing that people do everywhere, but I used to go to my local submarine sandwich shop, and if you bought enough sandwiches, you would there would be a punch card, and at the end you would get a free uh, sub. And uh, I feel like I did the amount of uh, uh, therapy that I would have had several free, free subs if they did that with therapy. Which I'll be honest, therapists consider giving people free submarine sandwiches. I think we would have just a change in mental health forever. Everyone loves submarine sandwiches. Um, but uh, that aside, so I, I think that was part of what, without knowing it, was the beginning of my experience with storytelling because I was telling stories about my life in these therapy sessions. And for me, and it's not for everyone, everyone's experience with anxiety and depression and that sort of thing is different. But I felt like a lot of my anxiety and depression was my brain telling me stories about what was going on of, you know, where my life was, what people were thinking about me, uh, that I was failing. All of these sort of things were stories I had created uh, in my in my brain. Um, and so discovering the world of storytelling started to help me to create my own stories and create what success meant to me and also re-examine experiences in my life. So uh, one of the things that uh, was was hilarious is that so I uh, storytelling came to me because uh, I was in an improv troupe. I was in a, a 10 woman improv troupe. 
please don't be jealous of my very exciting life. But I was in a 10 woman improv troupe and uh, one of the people, uh, Kat McCormick, she was in a storytelling show and she was asking for people to go to see her story. And I like to be a supportive friend, but I was honestly, I was like storytelling, we'll see what this weird thing for nerds is which is hilarious because I did improv. I was already a nerd. But anyways, I went, I was sitting at the back of the show. I still had my jacket half on because I had the idea that I would go, I would wait till my friend was finished her story. I'd watch whatever nerd was before that. And then I would sneak out the back. And then it was like something in a movie where uh, there's a Supreme song I love called uh, I Hear a Symphony. And it's like, she sees the woman, the man, I am very gay. Uh, she sees the man that she loves and she hears a symphony. And that's what it was like. I was like, oh, this is what it could be like. People were being funny and honest. And I left feeling less alone. And it was suddenly like my depression and anxiety had less power. So I immediately was like, okay, now I have to do this. I have to figure out a way to make this part of my life. So I started a show and I started telling stories and suddenly that voice in my brain that's like, you're a loser, you're not doing anything, all that stuff. It didn't go away, but the volume went down significantly because I had literal proof that I wasn't alone because I would tell a story and someone would come up to me and they would say, I have had that experience and I thought I was the only one or I'm embarrassed to talk about it because, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and suddenly I knew that I was on the right track and that even if I wasn't going to be, you know, some superstar, or I was never going to be, you know, I'm, I'm never going to be a doctor or a lawyer or occupations people understand as success that yeah. I wasn't alone. And that I feel like is such a core for a lot of the worst times of my mental health was that feeling that I am alone and I will forever be alone. And I knew that that wasn't true. And I also started making friends in that scene. Um, and when you make friends in a, a space where people are willing to be vulnerable, I find that the friendships are deeper. Uh, and so it, it just... I'm so glad for the therapy I've done. I'm so glad for so many of the tools I've been given in different ways on my mental health journey. But this was like being given a key to a box full of tools. Uh, and it just changed my life forever. Wow. So that's, that's, that's huge. And that's something uh, we all should learn. So yeah, that's great. And so also like can, can you provide some examples or stories um where you have witnessed the transformative power of storytelling on uh, someone's anxiety or mental well-being oh for sure uh i i have worked with people who are say stuff like i've never been on a stage before it's my greatest fear and they're like, I would love to share. I've always wanted to be a performer, but there's no way I can do this. And as I was working with them, it was basically like that voice that is shared in both of our heads. I could hear it getting louder and louder. And when they were able to do this thing where they were telling their story and they were on stage, it was as if they started to glow as it went on. 
And uh, there were uh, there was a lot of clapping. People loved the story. People were very excited. But honestly, uh, when I talked to them afterwards, they were like, I I know people were clapping. I didn't even hear it because I felt like I was I was like in this zone that I never thought I'd be in where I was sharing this part of myself and parts of it at the story, even though they knew that they were telling it normally, it was almost like things went into slow motion where they were seeing how people were reacting. And uh, they knew that they were connecting with people. And also afterwards, various people came up to them and were like, thank you for telling that story. Um, it made me feel less alone. The stuff I was talking about, I thought I was the only one, etc. And that person uh, has gone on and done a lot of wonderful storytelling work. Um, it is, I tell people all the time that anytime you tell a story, there is someone who needs to hear your story, even if that person is you. So in my experience, everybody who tells a story you hear yourself uh, and it will it will change you. You won't always know right away, um, but people tell me that suddenly they start writing again or suddenly they start doing things that they had stopped doing because they were like, oh, I can't do it. I'm not good enough. There's something about being a regular person. I've worked with some people that are like, people will be like, oh man, but like I work with a lot of very wonderful regular people and i think you know i'm in i'm in canada uh so it is like there's different ideas of what a normal person is what a special person is in different places but i think at least in the north american context i feel like there's an idea of there's special people that are important and we want to hear their stories and then there's everyone else True. and i have yes and i've had people tell me I started writing a book that I gave up. I uh, So I'm lucky enough to be the co-founder of a collective that's put out two so far, uh, one uh, coming out in 2024 uh, of personal storytelling anthology. So written stories. And I know there was a person who had quit writing entirely and now she is pitching her book places because of that. Uh, because of the experience of writing uh, a story for this collection. No, that's something inspiring, like, definitely. So, good. I'll be definitely waiting for uh, the book to be launched in 2024. Uh, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be so great. I'm so, I'm so excited about it. Great, great. Yes. So, storytelling is something which uh, actually, uh, <laughs> it's tempting, I, I would say, but uh, so I want to understand, like, uh, in what ways uh, can storytelling serve as a process for individuals uh, struggling with anxiety? Well, I think one of the things is there is something about, for me, storytelling is about change. It's about uh, seeing how people have. Uh, 
made changes in their life so you know it's more possible that i think is the power of it and often the change is small it can be a uh, a change of mood it doesn't have to be someone jumping out of an airplane or like it doesn't have to be they i don't know rescued a dog out of a burning building it can just be that they realized that a job they were in wasn't making them happy and they decided to do something different um I think when you look back at your own stories of how you've changed and how you've grown, it lets you know that you can do it. Because I think we're uh, not great. I shouldn't say we. I'll talk about myself. I am not a great uh, kind of keeper of my own knowledge and experiences unless I work on it. So I will be like, oh, I've never taken a chance. And let me tell you, I have taken significant chances. I work as a storytelling and public speaking coach. Regularly, people, especially relatives, go, you do what now? Um, <laughs> that is that is a big change for me. That is a big chance. Um, and when I went out to do this, you know, I got a lot of people being like, that it doesn't make any sense and you, what are you going to do for money and how are you going to make this happen um, yeah. but I've also done stuff where I was in uh, relationships that were making me unhappy but also the people were decent people they weren't bad people but we weren't happy and there were other people outside of the relationship that were like oh what a beautiful relationship you have isn't that wonderful and so there were relationships that I was staying in because it made other people happy. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was the same for my relationship partners. We were both like, oh, well, the other person is nice um, and they mean well, and other people like that this relationship is existing. So we'll just stay in it, but you don't grow that way. So it's all these different things. And the other piece of the puzzle for me, and one of the reasons I love doing this work and going to shows and all that sort of thing is seeing how other people have changed and how they have grown because that's another way. Because I can I can downplay my own accomplishments to the cows come home. Um, I, I don't know when the cows come home because I'm not a farmer, but they they come home. Um, I can I can insult myself. I can say that's not a big deal. But when other people tell the story, I know that it's true. I can't downplay that. And if there's any connection to my personal experience and my personal journey, I know that without a doubt, I can change and grow and be the person I want to be. So I think just the possibility of change that storytelling provides to you and also the ways that you can show yourself all of your successes big and small to me that is that is the biggest thing um i i do a lot of like aphorisms and that sort of things like morning uh affirmations i should say uh and i do the like what are things that i'm to uh, what i'm grateful for Mm -hmm. But when I remember them as a story, they're stuck in my brain uh, because the way our brains work, they've done studies, is mm -hmm. if I tell you something with a bunch of numbers in it, some people will remember it. Number people will remember it. Um, right. But if I tell you something as a story, it's going to stick in there. Um, and so when I remember things that I've done and difficulties that I've dealt with and let's say triumphed over uh, as a story, it's stuck in my brain and it it is another way to to 
make that volume knob of the uh, voices in my head saying bad things about me, it like pushes that volume down a little bit more. Hmm. No, no, it's, it's, it's correct. Like, uh, and the same way, uh, the podcast are same thing. Like when we listen, when we uh, tend to remember more and it actually stick to our brains. So, uh, exactly. and it, it, it actually helps us to create a kind of picture kind of image, um, mm-hmm. which stays for a long time. So yes, yeah. that's, that's true. That's true. So with this, like, are there any specific storytelling techniques, uh, mm-hmm. that you can, I mean, you find particularly effective in helping individuals, uh, for their anxiety and promote mental healing? Um, well, I will say one of the things I find really helpful, especially when I am in a tough place, is uh, to listen to other stories that are about an experience I'm having because, and then start thinking of ways that I've done the same thing. Because if I start, if I'm, you know, in a, because I still struggle with depression, if I'm in a really bad depressive space and you know, I'm trying to think of times that I was successful and et cetera, um, I can get really stuck. But when I listen to other people's stories, suddenly stuff starts to pop up. So I would say one of, um, because I, I feel like some of your, your listeners might be just in a rough place right now. Listen to some other stories and then just start kind of jotting down things that come to you after the story of experiences you've had that are similar and ways that you've changed. Another thing I find really helpful is uh, there's a, a storyteller and writer named Matthew Dix. Uh, he's a, he's an American writer and he talks about, um, I'm sorry, I don't know the name of the method, but he has a spreadsheet where he writes down things that have happened every day to use them for stories later. But even if you're not going to do storytelling, which I recommend you do, uh, writing down things, funny things that happen, weird things that happen, things that you have done successfully, even if sometimes it's just got out of bed, even if you don't use those things for a story, go back and look at them because your brain will lie to you about different things. Um, and no matter what you're gonna see on a sheet of paper or on your screen, this day I did this, this day I did this. And it helps um, me uh, remembering the way, like the good things in my life is a way to help the depression and anxiety be less. I'm not a person that's just like, think positive thoughts and go for a walk. Cause like, ugh, um, I like positive thoughts. I like a walk. But if that was, you know, the uh, solution to everything, everyone would own 300 pairs of running shoes and never be sad again. Like that's not realistic. Yeah. Um, it's just that being said, uh, running shoes are great. But, and I know people with many running shoes, some of which are also depressed, but <laughs> Um, writing down things every day and maybe turning them into stories or maybe just having them as a reminder, uh, I think is, is such a powerful tool. Uh, also one of the things that I say to people a lot of times is, uh, to think of unexperienced, maybe like a story that you, you tell to friends, maybe a, a story you tell on dates, that kind of thing. And think about 
the way to to find uh, the story in it or to find why it's important to you is how it changed you. And once you start thinking about moments in your life and how they changed you and the work you put in that brought about that change or the coincidences that brought about that change, suddenly I noticed that for myself and for a lot of clients I work with, it's a very empowering feeling because it's not just that life happens to you, it's that you make decisions and those decisions impact your life, create stories and create change. Correct. Definitely true. Definitely true. So, uh, so sometimes like sharing personal stories can be uh, accompanied by fear or stigma also. So how mm-hmm. can individuals like overcome these barriers and find the courage to share their experiences for their own healing and to inspire others? That is a fantastic question and one I think about and talk about a whole lot. So there's an expression uh, that is said a lot in American storytelling circles. I had only heard about it uh, when I met more American storytellers. And the phrase is that you tell a story from a scar, not a wound. So part of the thing I think sometimes people are afraid of is sharing vulnerability in a way that's going to feel overwhelming or they're going to start crying uncontrollably or something like that. If you, if a story puts you in that place, it is not time to tell that story yet. I give you permission. In fact, I highly encourage you to wait on that story because it's it's just probably not going to be a great experience for you. Uh, and if you're telling it in front of people, the audience is probably going to be very worried about you. Like if you are telling a story and you get a little choked up and like you get some tears that's fine if it is overwhelming you can't get through it it's not time yet so i think that's the first part is uh in the same way that you won't uh you know don't eat fruit before it's ripe don't tell a story before you're ready uh because uh you know with with fruit if you eat it before it's too ripe uh you just have some yucky fruit uh a story that you tell before it's time can can be painful for you and, and, and can possibly damage you. Um, the other part of it is just anxiety and that sort of thing. There are a lot of techniques that you can use to make these things more comfortable. One, if you're telling a story, say at a storytelling show, I highly recommend going to a show before you tell at it. See what the vibe is. Um, get there when you're, t- and you know, do you feel comfortable? What's the host like? Because there's a lot of wonderful hosts, but they might, you, especially if you're new, they might not be the right vibe for you. Um, and then go the day of the show, get there a little bit early. Um, you know, eat a meal that, that doesn't feel too heavy that you enjoy. Have some water with you. Know where you're going to be. Kind of picture, like, just like, from what I understand athletes do, sort of picture it ahead of time and yeah. give yourself, a, like empower yourself in that way that you'll know what's coming. Yeah. And the last thing I will say is uh, that I tell this to people all the time, 
storytelling audiences want you to succeed. I was once in a show in Montreal and someone was telling a beautiful story about coming out and they lost their place in the story eight times, eight times. And the audience just kept cheering louder for them because a storytelling audience is already on your side and they want you to succeed. So if you are a person with anxiety and you want to perform, storytelling tends to be a very safe place for you to do that. Oh, that's that's a super cool, really. Like that, that's that's something uh, that's something I need to learn. It's a, it's a it's an art, I would say. So, uh, so like I'm really honored to have you on my show. Like, oh, thank you so much. And just <laughs> FYI. Uh, you will be getting messages from me afterwards seeing if you want to put a story in my storytelling anthology because storytelling uh, I I just every time I meet someone interesting I'm like you should tell a story like that's just who I am <laughs> true, true definitely yes so, so like how, how do how do supportive communities and platforms such as mental health blogs or maybe storytelling initiatives contribute to the uh, overall well-being of individuals who are dealing with anxiety so any any success stories uh, uh, from your own work or maybe if you have seen something so if you can share yeah that's a great question so i will say one of the things i think is really beautiful about storytelling mm-hmm. is the idea that it goes beyond the individual and it's very community building so i've been lucky enough to work with unions for example mm-hmm. and it is been people telling their stories is a great way for them to get their message across excuse me if they're doing things like lobbying but it's also a great way for them to build fellowship within the union. And so after I saw I had this experience with unions, I was like, "Oh, this is possible in all different types of situations." So the storytelling communities in my experience, it it's not so much about uh this individual, it's about how people like become a part of the scene and connect and how sharing vulnerability uh takes us out of that kind of me 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 individual and don't get me wrong me 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 uh I want to succeed but it it becomes more of a space where we're looking out for each other and we're connected with each other so uh one of the things I've seen happen is people telling their stories and then uh going on to create shows of their own and to uh write books uh there's there's a person uh here in Toronto uh Marsha Shandor who's an incredible writer and a storytelling coach and uh, uh she saw one of my shows years ago and then basically wanted to know if I thought there was space for her to do a show and of co- of course of course there is and so she's created this big beautiful show and um there's a a, a performer named Rianne Archer and when uh, Helder Brum and they told their first stories at my storytelling show and they've gone on to do uh storytelling they they hosted a storytelling show both of them have amazing solo shows i think the thing is is that uh people come from storytelling in various different ways and they create their own projects individually but they also tend to bring people along mm-hmm. 
So all of the people I've mentioned created all these opportunities for other people on their shows. So I think that's the thing is storytelling shows people how connected we all are. And when you don't feel like, oh, it's me against everyone else, suddenly you're able to be more, more artistic. These kind of like, what if I did this solo show? That kind of stuff becomes more possible. Um, and also people going through their own personal mental health journeys. Um, I think storytelling can provide via, you know, on, online platforms, that kind of stuff, people telling their stories. It can almost provide uh, like, you know, a therapy group. I've always found uh, group therapy very helpful because then I'm not just stuck in my own head. And so I think uh, group, people telling their stories uh, can help in that way as well to kind of create group, even if you can never be in the same space as these other people. Wow, really, like uh, storytelling, um, yes, exactly, I agree with you. Like storytelling is something which actually binds us, uh, mm. help us connect together, connect with the mm. uh, situation, connect with the feelings, the emotions. So it's all uh, together that's mm -hmm. storytelling and it's the beautiful thing i would say and and uh, this initiative which we have taken it's actually uh, will change a lot of people's life so that's oh great. thank that's you so great. much that's i appreciate great. it it's I, I occasionally feel like I'm getting away with something uh, because all the stuff I used to get in trouble for in school, which was talking a lot, being distracting, you know, all those sort of things are now what my job, asking too many questions. That's all my coaching work is I spend a lot of time asking questions and getting mm -hmm. to know people and all, all of that sort of thing. And then I just get to hear beautiful stories all the time it it, it is uh, I don't even know how to describe it other than the fact like it feels sort of like I won the lottery <laughs> no yeah it's it's, it's 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 a good thing it's a very good thing yes yeah sort of like I won the lottery but with less relatives showing up asking for money okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so uh, so in your last show it was asked right Pardon me? So you mentioned about the last show, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. True. So I have, yes, I have a show. My show Story Star is once a month. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have uh, storytelling anthologies. The last one is the the due date for the call for submissions. And uh, I will, I should have asked you about this ahead of time, but I'm hoping we can put that in the uh, show notes for your listeners yeah. uh, if they'd like to send in a story. Because I love, I love stories. You might have noticed, I love stories. And I love people, whether you're brand new to this, you've been telling stories since you were like, I don't know, like, since you were able to talk or you've never told a story before in your life uh, there's space for everyone we love all kinds of different stories and all kinds of different levels of uh, experience um, so yes those are those are my two big projects outside of uh, my coaching currently wow that's great that's great so like with this like we have just come at the end of the show and um, so thank you Erin for joining us thank today. you 
sharing your profound insights on the power of storytelling as a catalyst for healing anxiety and promoting mental well-being so your personal journey and expertise have actually shed light on how narratives can transform lives and inspire connections and empathy so as thank you so much thank you and if i can if i can say one last thing is because if you're a listener and i i like to think of them as little brain goblins that little brain goblin inside um is saying uh okay well you say everyone can tell a story but i am the one person that can't mm-hmm. uh sh- brain goblin that is not true uh i sometimes i'm a person that needs permission so i'm going to give anyone out there permission to just give it a try because here's the thing you don't have to be good at storytelling it is like exercise you don't have to be you know a triathlon level athlete for moving your body to be good for you in your life you don't have to be an incredible storyteller who is wonderful at language i know people who will say phrases that i will think about for the next 30 years of my life who have made me laugh and then cry who have a level of skill i will never personally possess wow but my storytelling even if it's never going to be at that level has made my life so much better that it doesn't matter what matters is the thing so exactly so so like so uh, guys like as as we conclude this episode of healthy mind and healthy life we encourage to you to embrace the power of all stories mm. like your story matters and by sharing it you not only empower yourself but also create a ripple effect of healing and understanding within your community so if, if you did like to learn more about erin's work or want to connect with her i'll definitely share details and the links in, in the podcast description So we hope this episode has provided you with valuable insights and practical strategies for incorporating storytelling into your own mental health journey. So remember always that to take small step towards embracing your story and seeking support whenever needed. So thank you for tuning turn tuning into Healthy Mind and Healthy Life. If you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a review and she also yeah. share it with And you know and you know you did listeners you know that you love this podcast and you want to give it the most stars that are possible Yeah yeah thank you thank you all <laughs> <laughs> so so together let's continue to nurture our minds and cultivate resilience and create a world where mental well-being thrives So until next time take care of your mind and take care of your life and thank you so much erin for joining in the show and sharing all your insights and knowledgeable storytelling ideas and your journey that's thank that's, you thank you